Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Cool. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Get the ladies cool. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Hang out with Mr. Cool. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Get the ladies cool. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Welcome to the Bit Scoop with Coop. I'm your host, Coop. Season six still going strong, guys. Make sure if you haven't yet, you go check out the website www.thebigscoopwithcoop.com, where you can check out episodes from season one all the way up to season six. Also, people, make sure you catch me live right now, facebook.com forward slash the Big Scoop with Coop, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at mcoop317. Now. Everybody, my guest today, all I can say is wow. He is doing a lot of things, Mr. Multi-Talented. Now I'm going to give him another nickname. He's got so many already. Um, you can catch him on the acting scene. If you um, are a fan of Nike, fan of basketball, you've seen him. I want to say it was back in 01 and, um, in a Nike television commercial. One of the youngest guys to come up without being in the NBA to get endorsed by Nike. The one, the only Mr. Lewis the Silver Jr., a.k.a. Tricks. What's going on today, man? Hey, what's going on, Cole, man? I appreciate the introduction, brother. I, I, I might need you to uh, work, work with my team on that one, brother. That was, that was a little <laughs> introduction, man. I appreciate that. Hey, yes, sir. Just speaking the truth, most definitely. How's your day going so far? Hey, man, I can't complain, man. We woke up today and blessed. Um, so, you know, just, just living life, enjoying every minute of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you know, on this show, we do speak about how you started in your career, your success, give advice on how to get into your career and much more. But before we get into that, um, once again, if if everybody's just tuning in now, uh, we have a legend on the phone right now. Um, I'm calling him a legend because the stuff that he has done, a lot of people cannot do or have not done already um, from the age of 18 all the way up. Um, Lewis, I want to actually just give you your props off top. Um, congratulations on your career for what you have done already, and your career is nowhere close to being over, so it's much more to come. Amen, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's it's, it's, it's humbling when you hear from others, man, and, and others get to appreciate the hard work you put in and, um, you know, getting started, obviously, from uh, the basketball circuit and many still, you know, 10, 15 years later, still appreciate the craft and the, the the impact that that uh, Nike Freestyle campaign had uh, globally, so it's, it's definitely humbling, man. I'm just still to the day, very very thankful to have the opportunity um, to be a part of that campaign. Uh, you know, uh, not, not to mention even even more blessed than having my own solo spot. So it's still also surreal, man. Even 15 years later, it's very thankful. Of course, yes, sir. And I'm glad that you're keeping a humble head about it. That's one thing about you that I like. You you keep a humble head, so continue, and it's more in the future for you that's going to come, as long as you stay the way that you are. Um, now, yeah, I, got to Especially as, as, as hard as it is to, to, to break into this industry, man. I and mean, that's anything from, from you know, our radio hosts to, to acting to, to music to mm-hmm. television, you know, performing. Like, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of talent. 
Um, and anytime you, you have the opportunity to display the best of your ability and, 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 and the gifts that you have to offer on a, on a, on a main stage, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and make, a, make a living and a career doing it, it's definitely a blessing because there's talent out there. There's so much talent. It's just, you know, it's, um, it's the collective decision on who's willing to, to buy into you, you know, whether it's producers, directors, and talent, all the talent in the world. But if everything's not in line, doesn't mean you're not good enough. It's just not the timing for you yet. So um, take nothing for granted, man, because um, this, 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 you know, like we all know, it's a very, very um, competitive industry. Um, and um, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm thankful. Yes, sir. And like I said, you're doing great things. So for the people that's just getting introduced to you for the first time, you know, we have right. a new generation out here now. Um, they probably didn't get a chance to catch you in the Nike basketball commercial. Wasn't it back in 01 when you um, debuted? It was. It was. It was. It's accurate. Yeah. So it was when the, the Philadelphia 76ers played the L.A. Lakers um, when Allen Iverson uh, was, was getting after it. And they played the Lakers that, that year. And um, matter of fact, Nike, they did a Nike freestyle campaign. They started their first one, um, and I believe in February, during All-Star Weekend. And then... They, they grew a following and, and um, you know, got a pretty good response and we decided to go back and um, make a bigger campaign and, and, and a bigger commercial with solo commercials attached to it for the NBA Finals. And um, that's when I was introduced. But as I started in 2001, I was just, you know, graduated high school trying to figure out where I was going to be, wanted to play basketball, or, um, you know, figure out different schools to play. And um, a buddy of mine called, he was signed with AM1 at the time, uh, main event. And, um, you know, he was like, look, you know, uh, Nike's in the spot. You know, a lot of our guys are with AM1, but they're looking for the ball, handle somebody who just, you know, just dribble and do things nobody's seen before. And, you know, I've been playing and I've never seen nobody do the stuff you do, man. Just just go to this audition. And I'm like, man, I'm you know, I'm working at a sneaker store, 18-year-old kid, and, Sure enough, I, I took the day off work and went to, uh, went to an open casting call where, you know, streetball legends and, and NBA players are all in there trying to, trying to make their, their, their play in this particular campaign that I just had a buzz already before it even started that it was going to go places. They had, you know, Paul Hunter as a director and Savion Glover was choreographing it. Um, African Bombada was behind it with the music. So, and, wow. Yeah, it was it was huge before I got started. But I, again, I was eighteen years old. I'm just trying to buzz, and I didn't really know my rights from my best. I was the only kid from really from Jersey, you know, um, auditioning. Everybody else was like, you know, streetballs, you know, Rucker Park legends that I grew up watching. You know, I, nobody knew who I was. But just, you know, pretty much the only white kid in this audition, and they're like, you know, who, who's this kid? Who, you know, and and, and I went to my, my my father. I was the last one to audition in this in this uh, gymnasium in the city, and mm-hmm. um, I was kind of glad I was the last one because you know it kind of takes the jitters away when you know the gym's starting to clear out and uh, it's down to maybe three or four people as opposed to a gym full of great basketball talent of two three hundred and you have to sit in front of a camera and just dribble you know just nerve wracking spectacle especially for any eighteen year old kid. So oh. um, they gave everybody about thirty seconds on a camera, and then they just went to the next one and the next one, and here I am. I'm the very last one in this building. They said, all right, it's your time to stand in front of the camera. There was like a, 
uh, a chair, maybe 15 feet away from the camera. Say, move the chair to the side and just, I will tell you when to go. They told me when to go. They played like the Jay-Z track in the background um, just to keep, you know, keep doing momentum. And, and I just kept dribbling, kept doing my tricks and doing stuff that pretty much I, I thought I was kind of being creative and doing things that hasn't been seen before. Um, and before you know it, man, uh, one phone call led to another and the room filled back up and they just said, keep going. And I ended up being there for about maybe 15, 20 minutes. Um, wow. Kiwi Kirkland actually, Speedball Legend, walked up to my dad and uh, shook his hand and was like, man, I don't know where your son is from. I don't know where you guys are from. The story that I've never seen you guys before, but I've never seen in all my years of playing basketball anybody handle that rock like your, like, like your son. And that's huge, man, coming from somebody you know, who, who ran the streets as, as, a, as one of the, you know, the top New York City hustlers. Right, in the 70s, right. And pulling out of a Cadillac, you know, with, with, with two hot women in a, in a pink fur coat and dropping 55 at halftime at Rupert Park and turning down NBA contracts because he said he made more money on the street. So you get, you know, you get the, the, the head nod and the respect from, from a legend like that, man. You know you're on the right track, so. It was, right. it was definitely a moment I would never get. Now, did you have the nickname Tricks before you actually came out there um, to audition? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. They, matter of fact, my nickname before that, they, everybody called me White Iverson. I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I had um, endless, endless hours trying to master the same crossover Iverson had. And that was kind of my play I was inspired by growing up. And actually later on, you know, uh, Bubba Chuck actually became a real personal friend and like a mentor to me. Um, mm-hmm. But White Iverson was my nickname until I started doing the Nike stuff and being, being a little bit more, I, I guess, known for dribbling and the skill set. And then, um, you know, around my neighborhood, everybody started calling me Trick. There's more convenient just call me Trick. And that kind of simplified me, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah, even even business owners, and I'm in meetings, they call me Tricks. They said, it just, it just flows. Tricks sounds a lot easier than you saying Lewis or Luis sometimes. So it became a nickname. <laughs> so um, it kind of stuck with me for about 15, 20 years now. Okay. So were you trying to um, master that crossover? You're talking about the crossover, like, from 99, 2000? The one where he did? Yeah, when he that, actually... that, that killer crossover, oh, that okay. Allen Iverson crossing over Michael Jordan. That, yeah. Uh, you know, that not get low, that, you know, the... The, the answer Alan Iverson crossover left to right, so that's kind of yeah. I, I got really close and kind of mastering that that same play. And that was became became my nickname all through all through high school up until trick. Okay, well I got one more question about basketball for you. Um, sure. If somebody gave you the rock Plus today, you, oh, it don't matter. To hey, me. So, okay, <laughs> so if somebody gave you the rock right now, do you feel that you can actually do that crossover still just as smooth as 17 years ago? Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, even if I'm not playing, right. I'm still giving it my mind. I'd be in a grocery store now, and my fiance looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> um, you know, hesitating, spin moving, and, and, and she's like, you know, look, you look, you look, you know. Yeah. Either they okay. recognize you for a film, or they just think you're crazy. But either or, you know, you, I get lost in my own space sometimes. I'm in my house trying to try to cross my door over, spin moving. It's just something like, from ball is life, man. I don't care wherever you are. Um, it's just a love and a passion. I feel like that's my getaway, even on set. Oh, I mean, that's just something that I kind of gravitate to for more, like, mm-hmm. it relaxes me. Nice, nice. Now, we heard about your basketball side. Now, um, like I said, legend, you've done a lot 
um, since the age of 18. You was practicing before that. Um, we will talk about the Nike endorsement deal later on. But as um, far as it goes for the acting side, when did you first realize that you wanted to become an actor? Well, that's a good question. Actually, during my, 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 my time with Nike and doing the Nike freestyle commercial, I also shot like maybe uh, 14 other campaigns. Um, with Nike, uh, part of my endorsement deal, and uh, some Gatorade spots. I, I shot a, a commercial with Mountain Dew directed by Spike Lee. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I just kind of started to grow a passion, like, man, entertaining in front of a camera. So I wanted to take it a little bit more seriously outside of your sport. And, you know, I put the ball down for a while in 2006, maybe 7 I really started concentrating on, on just being an actor. I didn't want to be a basketball player that could, that can, that can, that can act. I just wanted to be the actor, you know, being a, a respectable actor in my own craft. And like anything else that, you know, I do, I kind of get obsessed that. And I just wanted to be, you know, be amongst one of the, one of the, the greats or, or have at least, you know, be respected as a, uh, as a legitimate actor. So, um, right. 2007, I have the first opportunity with Neil Jordan and the brave one with, uh, Jody Foster, Terrence Howard. And I played over playing the lead villain. Um, my first, First major picture, man, and it was, uh, uh, it was you know, since after that, number one in the box office for three weeks in a row, and, yep. and it was great. It was great. So I was definitely blessed to have my first project be such a great one, and not like an independent film. So, and I still didn't know what was going on. I'm still like has had a basketball mentality, but get you know a, a raw a raw talent in terms of you know performing and acting, and um, decided I was going to try to pursue this. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Now, when you actually started, and I tell anybody um, uh, in the fat past six seasons that say they start at a young age, you know, and this is my personal belief, Louis, that if you have that feeling or you had a desire at a young age and you know you really want to do it, it's going to stick inside of you. And even I don't care if you're 8, 18, 38, or 88 years old. You can't actually get out there and do it. If that, if it's actually inside your heart, it's so pumping through your blood. It, you will end up doing it at the end. It could be for a professional or recreation. I don't care if it's acting. I don't care if it's playing sports. I don't care if it's being a plumber. You, if it's in you, it's something that you're going to do. So I'm glad you stuck with it all the way through, from basketball to acting all the way up. So I want to say thank you yeah, for that. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, anything you have a passion to think about it, it's not something where you're just going to clock in and clock out. When you have a passion, it becomes it becomes an obsession. So if you mm-hmm. love something, you become obsessed with it, right? I don't know anybody right. who's talented and loves something but is not obsessed and doesn't think about it all day long. Whether it's music, whether it's you know your next host job, whether you're a whether you're a, a, a medical practitioner, when you're obsessed and you love something, it, it's just it's all you do is all you think of. Um, so it's That's easy true. to try to. To, to just outdo yourself or be better every single day. I mean, um, you know, I, I got a chance to, to, to meet Colby a couple times and, and a couple of good friends of mine that actually used to, you know, that know Colby really well, like Stephon Marbury, a good brother of mine, and, and, and he used to tell me stories about Colby all the time, how obsessed he is. And even when he's not on the court, it's all he's doing is talking about basketball. Like, you know, and oh, wow. the reason why, you know, Kobe Bryant. It's just not too many of those that come around. That's true. That's very true. Now, inside of your acting career, did you, uh, what type of obstacles did you have to go through, you know, to get to the success that you have today? Oh, man. I, 
the, the one that sticks out the most. I get questions all the time. No, this is tattoos. How do you even get roles? Well, you know, when it's when you're doing any industry, you got tattoos. They don't expect more, uh, much of you. They expect you to probably be some background actor, and they don't expect you to probably even speak right. So, you know, you're not. They don't really view you. At least it was more more taboo 10, 10 years ago. You know, trying to break in. Now it's a little bit different. Times change. Three, four years. It, it you know, tattoos become a little bit more. You know, more prominent and a lot more. The visibility is a lot greater, especially after all these reality shows, etc. But people didn't know mm-hmm. that. They, they know it. Sometimes they, they kind of think, well, will it hinder you? I, and that's my answer to, to them is, you know, it's just, if you're good enough in anything you do, you know, nothing will hinder you. You know, your work will speak for itself. You know, that's why it's called Hollywood, and, and they have things that called makeup to cover things up. So if you go in these rooms and 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 and, and Lay your foot down and do your work. The directors will see it, the producers will see it, and more importantly, they'll they'll gravitate to your energy. And maybe something yeah. that you think might be a negative, like having maybe tattoos or you know being somebody who looks Hispanic and can't get the lead, maybe that might be beneficial for you because now you're putting in the work and the delivery, and they might be like, you know what? Well, now with that delivery he's got, maybe it might be you know um, uh, intriguing to add a tattoo or be ethnic and still deliver like that. So. glad about that it is evolving because um back in the early 2000s i can even take it back to the 90s um i'm an 80s baby so i was born in 1980 but you know when the um when the tattoos start getting more visible i think hollywood directors and producers and not just hollywood um even in the ny and down in georgia it they were kind of scared they saw it they saw the body art and it was like whoa we can't put him on um, sitcom television. We can't put him on family movies, but they never get a chance to judge your personality. They go off of your looks, and that's what I'm glad now more people are showing up with tattoos because now other people are getting a chance now, and they're trying to see what your skill is compared to your look. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at arguably Hollywood's biggest names now have tattoos Stronger mm-hmm. than an ox, like Dwayne Johnson, but you know, you, yep. you're, you're put in a circuit where you're likable amongst all, yet you have a presence to you that that kind of looks a lot different. But I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's, it's the way it's going, and it's good. It's good. It shows that you know, just because somebody got tattoos or has a shaved head or has a goatee doesn't make them violent. I mean, exactly. Doesn't exactly. You're right about that. Now, in the movie industry right now, do you have any mentors that's actually guiding you through your career right now? Um, yes, actually. Actually, uh, I worked. I had the opportunity last year to work with a with, with a, a fabulous actor, John Travolta, Chris Maloney, Rebecca De Mornay, and um, I am Rask, and um, I was one of the supporting stars in that, and uh, grew a, a strong relationship with John Travolta. He's a family friend of mine, and and, and nice. probably you know my personal mentor. 
um, in this industry and, and kind of guide me through things that need to be done. And uh, fast forward leading into this upcoming what we have coming out, especially first quarter of 2017, directed by mm-hmm. Kevin Conley, the life of the John Gotti, where he plays John Gotti. Um, he, uh, Kelly Preston's playing uh, Victoria, is John Gotti's um, actual wife. So he actually he has his real wife on set, and his daughter was working there. So he has an intimate relationship to this movie because he's been working on it for like seven years to try to get it done. Um, and he called me and, and, and wanted me to be a part of it. And um, I, I told him, listen, I want you to kind of, you know, I'll, I'll let you navigate on what position and opportunity you think would be best suited for me. And, he handpicked the role for me, and I took it. I took it. I told him whatever he thinks okay. he wants me to play in this movie, I'd be more than glad to. And he's like, you know what? I see a different guys. Yeah, you're you're like the new Hollywood bad guy and villain, but I want to see you. I think you know you definitely pull it off because you have a a good charismatic ability to you. And and he said, you know what? I I see you being this medical practitioner. So I went from being even the, the rugged of the rugged in the triple nine tattooed MS-13 from, from from neck down to all of a sudden my tattoos are clean, shaved, clean cut, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a medical doctor. So, you know, I, nice. thank, him, I thank him for that. And he's been he's been a, a positive uh, inspiration and a mentor. Nice. Big shout-outs to John Travolta. If you're listening right now, Big shout outs to you. Um, Lewis, make sure I make sure you tell him I said what's up next time you talk to him. Um Will do. big going down with John. Big shout outs to you. You're doing big things in the movie industry still. Continue to do what you do. Yes. Now Yes, sir. Now Lewis, kickboxer. Kickboxer Vengeance. This is a movie that um I believe that's gonna do great things and have already. Um, can you give people the insight of that movie, of what you're, I mean, more insight of that movie or what you're doing in that movie? Right. So now um, I'm playing a character who's who's a, a a gritty street hustler, gambler, just about making money, however boy possible, working side by side with Gina Carano's character. And we're, you know, we're bookies on a side bet of all fights that really goes down. It's authentic. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, things that, that happen in different cities. And, you know, being on set with, you know, the Dave Batista, the Jean-Claude Van Damme, and all these great, you know, uh, MMA and, and, and martial arts fighters and champions in their own right is um, it's amazing to watch how, how dedicated and disciplined they are in their craft um, mm-hmm. as, a, as an athlete and a fighter and translating that and watching them on set day in and day out, putting the same amount of effort and work and um, how competitive they actually are. So it was um, it was amazing to see. I was so happy to be a part of it, and, and I was a huge fan of the, the, the original Kickboxers when we grew up watching yeah. it, you know, when it, when it yeah. was in the 90s. And it was my second time working with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I worked with him once in 2012 uh, in an independent film called Dragonine with Kong mm-hmm. Lee. Um, and also the debut of my homeboy Jason Mitchell, who's, who's the Easy E now. So that was his first little debut. <laughs> and uh, another another personal friend of mine as well. Uh, before mm-hmm. he even got started, and those are the days where he had to leave set and go work back at uh, at the Oyster Bar in Metairie, Louisiana, man. So it's fun to see him and and his little career flourish as well, man. So um, it was a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And 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 how dynamic. 
that set was, man. And I think out of all the sets I ever worked on, I've never seen so many in-shape actors. <laughs> and, that, and that craft service table had nothing but, like, healthy protein options and amino, amino acid drinks mm-hmm. and shots. And, you know, these are all competitors that they take care of their, their, their body just as much as they're working on the craft. So it was, it was interesting to, to be involved in. Nice, nice. Big shout out to Jean-Claude Van Damme also. You've been doing your thing for the longest and you're continuing to do it. Keep doing what you do also. Um, you're giving people like Lewis a chance to get out there to do his thing and look at him. I mean, he's building his resume like never before. Um, big shout out to Lionsgate, um, the life and death of John Gotti. Big shout out to that also. I mean, you're doing a lot, Lewis, and I don't see yourself slowing down anytime soon. I don't even think, to be truthful, no. I want how do you sleep. Because you're yeah. so busy and on set, and with the rock in your hand, I mean, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. Right, I appreciate yes. that. Yes, sir. Now, are there any other projects that you would like to speak about um, that you're working on right now that you'd like to let the world know about? Yeah, well, you know, I, like like I said, I got the, the life and death of John Gotti coming out first quarter. Um, um, uh, independent movie I did, I really like what uh, directed by Jim Jarmusch and um, um, Adam Driver called Patterson about a uh, a poet, you know, real event about a poet um, who uh, grew up in Patterson, New Jersey, and it used his name Patterson. So I, I think a project that's out now. It's been doing really good on the uh, on the film festival circuit. Um, so you can check that out now. And then, you know, if if anybody's home and wants to just catch up with some of the previous projects I've done, they probably wouldn't even know how to connect the dots, man. I mean, you know, American mm-hmm. Hero with Stephen Dorff and Eddie Griffin and American Heist with Akon, Hayden Christensen, Adrian Brody, um, Triple uh, Nine, if you haven't seen that. Um, yeah. You know, because of the MS-13 and well, Casey Affleck just won the Golden Globe. Big shout-out to Casey mm-hmm. for that one. Um, and I Am Rat. So check out I Am Rat. I want people to understand and, and see that film. It's a really good film, and that's kind of where uh, we kind of connected and grew a relationship with John Travolta. It's a really good piece. Um and um, yeah, man. If anybody wants to continue on following me, and all, all you know, I'm on all social media platforms at Lewis Tricks. That's L U I S T R I K Z. And I'm, I'm I'm here. I try to get into all my DMs and answer as many people as I possibly can on how to break through the industry and different questions they have about their tattoos or or, or you know different type of roles, etc. So uh, it takes me a while, but between me and my publicity team, we try to get get to everybody. <laughs> That's what's up. For the people that are just tuning in live right now, worldwide, give it to them one more time, Lewis. Let them know how they can find you on social media. One more time. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm, I'm on Instagram at Lewis Tricks. That's L U I S T R I K Z. I'm on Twitter at Lewis Tricks. Same thing. L U I S T R I K Z. Um, Snapchat, the same thing. L U I S T R I K Z or LewisTricks.com. So pretty much between all the all the platforms, you can reach me. Uh, I'm heavier on the gram, so I'm usually always on Instagram. Um, you can catch me there, and you know if anybody has any questions, and you know I'm 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 as real as it gets, man. I try to get I just try to get around to everybody. So if you're trying to break into Hollywood or a question about sports or how to mend the two or what's going on next, feel free to hit me up. Nice, everybody listening worldwide right now. You can't get it confused. Lewis tricks. Go find him on Instagram. Follow him on social media. Period. Catch up with the latest and greatest. Keep up with him. You'll see what he's doing through his career, from the movies, from handling the rock, 
And when I say by the rock, people, if you don't know what that means, I'm talking about basketball. I'm not talking about drugs. Also, guys, I'm <laughs> telling you, if you have any questions about basketball, if you have any questions about getting into the industry, if you have any questions about tattoos, if you have any questions about anything, hit him up. His team is going to make sure that they tell him who's hitting him up, and he will respond eventually. So make sure you follow yeah. him on social media. Yes, make sure you do that. Um, Lewis, I know you're a busy man, so I'm not going to hold you up much longer. But um, what is your ultimate goal as an actor? Um, I guess my ultimate goal as an actor, and it's a work of practice, man. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's drawing and growing the, the, the ability to have producers and studios believe that you can actually hold the your end of the bargain starring in your own picture, man. So um, anybody could be like, okay, I'm going to star in a movie, and you can, but when you actually have a team behind you that, that believe that you can you can roll out three or four pictures in, in you, you know, different type of genres, that's what that's my ultimate goal is. And then, and then from there, eventually, later on, take my own canvas and direct. But that's a, that's a little far ahead. Nice, nice. I, it, don't worry, it's coming. It's definitely coming. Now, um, and like I said, I know you're a busy man, so final question for you. What yeah. advice would you give any male or female that wants to become an actor or an actress in the industry? If they hit you up right now on social media to ask you that question, what would you tell them? Um, don't be desperate and be patient. And when I mean don't be desperate, there's a lot of different scams. People trying to tell you how to pay to try to be in an agency or pay me uh, I can try to, you know, send your pictures out here and there. Talent's going to find talent. And if you're good enough, you're going to get there. And be patient. I mean, it's something that, that I, I still challenge myself with, but it's the best advice I give somebody. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but, you know, start off start off with getting the right pictures done and, um, uh, you know, take, take the right steps. If you're, if you're a woman, don't, don't be intrigued with somebody trying to, you know, lure you in because of, of how you look. Let them appreciate you for your craft. And if, if you're a guy, don't sell yourself short thinking because, you know what, you got too many muscles, you're just going to be the background guy. Don't don't settle. Don't settle. Know your worth or your value. And sometimes it's worth you taking a step back and saying you're not going to do something, even if it's paying a little bit, to keep your boundaries and, and keep your stock high and knowing that, you know what, that you know you're better than. Um, because by doing that sometimes, they, they you get put in a in a box, and then it's, it, that's even harder to jump out of, you know. And uh, um, you know, just stand for what you believe in. Nice. But this does not nice. happen overnight. You know, if, you, if you're looking for an overnight success, you're better off going to your local corner store, Bodega Man, and get a dollar scratch <laughs> off and that, that jackpot. But this ain't that type of industry. <laughs> nice. That's so true. Definitely so true. Lewis, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Um, I would love to have you back on in the future. Yes. Absolutely. All right, guys. Everybody. Yes, sir. Everybody, make sure you do go check them out on social media. Um, follow them on social media. Keep up with them. Check out Lionsgate, The Life and Death of John Gotti. Check out Kickboxer Vengeance. Check them out everywhere you can. Oh, and go look for it. It's probably on YouTube. I know it's on YouTube. Find that 2001 video of him and Nike when he's actually uh, yeah. made the Nike commercial, the only non-NBA basketball player on that commercial, got endorsement deals, doing big things. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Lewis DeSilver, and we'll catch him next time 
on the Big Scoop with Coop. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Coop. With Mr. Coop. With Mr. Coop. With Mr. Coop. From Mr. Coop. From Mr. Coop. From Mr. Coop. Hang out with Mr. Coop. 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 With Mr.